sometimes there's situations that you'll find yourself in and you just kind of get like that sixth sense or gut feeling mm. it's more of kind of like you know a red flag situation and mm. i think that's a good thing that we should talk about yeah for sure for sure yeah i i think i was thinking about this earlier on the on the drive back here and i, I think there's a like when you think even in life whether is for emergency like cases uh, in which there's like an emergency happening like we have different systems in place to let people know there's a danger whether it's an alarm system that goes off or like flashing lights that go off mm. to let you know that something is wrong so in that in that specific scenario you should almost you, sh- you, you should re- you should do something to right. get out of arms way or anything and in life i feel like uh whether it's with circumstances that we get in or with people that we encounter uh, th- we we should also develop that that mechanism al- almost you know that helps us identify different things that are kind of those flashing lights right. or those alarm systems that tell us hey and not necessarily get out of here but at least consider you know like look at the the situation at the person objectively and this might be something to pay attention to and it might be a message for you to either get out of there or like adjust something and so. I think it would be um, just like in life with like uh, buildings and things like that. It's an important feature that we have because it keeps it keeps us safe um, and it's a smart and wise thing to do. I feel like in our personal lives as well, um, it would be a wise thing to do that can save us time, pain, you know, uh, and, and just tragedy uh, moving forward. So uh, I 100% agree. I think it's a, it's an important and honestly necessary topic to talk about because. I mean, besides stranger danger, nobody talks about this ever, you know, like in school, True. this is not necessarily something uh, that's taught, but um, yeah, so I guess let's dive into it. What what are some um, of the, and this could be either based on experience or just thinking about what are some things that you, uh, that you, you see as possible red flags and, and it can be either with uh, people, situations, uh, you know, how, whichever angle you want to take with that. <laughs> okay, great. Well, let's go with, I think, the people situations. Because uh-huh. like you said, I mean, my experience like going through school was you were identified, you, like you could identify like bullying, right? Mm. It was kind of like the, the main thing. But then when it comes to like your friendships, your relationships, your interaction with people, like that red flag thing, yeah, I don't think it was taught as much. So mm. from experience red flags are uh, inconsistencies Mm. that you start identifying among individuals or a big one is when you're trying to be productive and there's this encouragement from that other individual to break your productivity Mm. at expense of maybe spending time for them Mm. because i think especially with this day and age and how busy people are it's important to be productive uh, when you can and make sure that you're on your schedule Mm. because you'll find that especially if you're predispositioned to be a a giver and you're more generous and you like to really enjoy and have a drive for doing things for other people, Mm -hmm. you will most often encounter people that are the flip side of that, that just like to take things Mm. and they, and that's, you know, it's part of, it's just who they are. Mm. But when a giver and a taker match up, the giver is the one that usually loses. Mm. So kind of uh, noticing red flags, uh, unsolicited requests for favors. Hmm. Um, or you do this, I'll do that for you. Hmm. Or oh, I did this for you. Can you do this for me? Hmm. Uh, it's I remember in college there's this guy that I didn't know, but he was in one of my classes. But he knew someone that I knew. Mm-hmm. He was a really good friend of mine, 
And so by that association, he automatically thought, well, you'll do this for me because we both know this person. I went, no, I'm like, of course not. No, I won't. And it was just simple as giving him a ride home to his place that was like clearly not the way I was going. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was a complete inconvenience for me. And it was an easy, just sorry, no, I'm not available. I can't do that. But it was the persistence of like, oh no, you're going to do this for me. And I thought, no, I'm not. And I don't have to. Hmm. And then just simply putting my foot down early on in that engagement interaction mm-hmm. prevented all future stuff. Hmm. It was just, I didn't do that one thing. And then it's like, I was never asked for anything anymore. I was never uh, approached for anything. Uh, from that person and i mean i'm sure it was completely harmless they just needed a ride as opposed but at the time i couldn't i had somewhere i had to be and i wasn't going to inconvenience my schedule to fail the commitments that i previously made Hmm. so that leads into the other part when you have your commitments and then you start sacrificing your commitments that's a self-flag in your own personal behavior Hmm. that's caused by uh things that you're doing or things other people are asking you to do. Hmm. I think that you need to really look at your day and see, okay, what have I committed myself to? And if you made a commitment and then you decide all of a sudden that you're not going to do something, okay, why are you not doing that? Is something Hmm. interfering with it? Is someone interfering with it? And you have to really kind of pay attention because like you said, like you'll get these feelings. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like a gut feeling, especially like maybe when you meet somebody or you find yourself in a situation like a dark alley in the, in the mm. middle of the night <laughs> kind <Nice>. of a <laughs> thing or you see a stranger approach and you're like, okay, I think there's a lot of innate uh, reactions that we get, whether it's a elevated blood rate, heart rate, um, just like, you know, just the adrenaline rush and stuff. And I think it's your body's, Uh, survival mechanisms just kicking in to be ready for like any given situation Mm. so i think while red flags may not always prove to be life-threatening or fatal it's still important to be consciously aware of them Mm -hmm. and to make sure that you're acting in a way that is appropriate to ensure that you get out of the situation Mm -hmm. that's a good one yeah so for Mm. your experience have what was something where it And if you feel like sharing, like maybe there's a situation where it was after quite some time, then you realized it was not going the way you thought it was. And then looking Hmm. back, then you are like, okay, now I can kind of connect the dots once you got a little bit further with a person or a situation. Hmm. Okay. Um, Before I send a question, there's a, there's a thought that that came to my mind as you were talking. Uh, I think, and this one, I mean, uh, Take it as you may. This is just something that I think I could be completely wrong. But in, in my understanding, when I think about red flag, it, it's it's a way for you to to basically choose a course of action, understanding what the consequence might be. Because I, I don't necessarily think that red, red flags, especially as we talk, as I answer the question, like I really want to kind of like put that. It's not like a black or white. Like you see this red flag, it means run. It's, I think it's right. more of... Um, because people are wired so differently. People have gone through so many different uh, walks of life that it, it's it's never like a black or white, you know, this or that. But I really think the the way to look at red flag, because there's people that are very close friends to mine that have some points that I can identify as red flags. Mm-hmm. But I think the, 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 the power of it is being able to identify that this is a red flag that I'm willing to put up with or that I'm not willing to put up with. Because I have some friends that I know for a fact, if I'm trying to get something done, they will distract me from it. And 
and after a while i can be like hey like stop it i need to do this right, but right. but that some of my best friends but they in my, they add that level of playfulness that sometimes i need that help me get distracted from things when i need to because i'm working too hard and but if you look at it on this linear binary black and white then that's a red flag that person needs to get on life you know what i mean right and so i really hope like th- this is a tool to help you exercise your wisdom and because once you can see these things you can choose oh no in context this specific red flag is something that because of whatever relationship you have with the person or because mm-hmm. of whatever situation it is i am willing to go forward with understanding that this is something that might keep happening that this is something but i'm willing to keep moving forward with it because in the grand scheme of things it is beneficial versus being detrimental you know right. uh, so I, I i i don't know i just felt like i needed to, to bring it up it's not like this formula thing you know oh, definitely it's, it's really something like a tool to help you exercise wisdom moving forward in life, you know, and to just uh, make decisions with a little more understanding of the the, the, the context and the, the possible consequences and whatnot. So more like it uh, tells you what you may encounter exactly. by allowing it yes. versus give everything. Exactly. And, and then it gives you the, the, the basically the option to, to make the decision, you know, mm-hmm. that that's best for the course of action. Um, and uh, yeah, because in some cases there might be red flags, but yeah anyways i'm gonna stop that i think that made sense anyways so now to answer the question um as far as situation ha ah, let's see um i mean there have been relationships in fact that's an easy easy right. way to, to to talk about that because with situations usually those situations are also caused by people or by yourself uh, but i think it's a lot easier with relationships um uh there have been times in my life in which i've i've been in relationship with people in which there was a significant amount of red flags that I chose uh, to ignore. And um, and it was, you know, different walks of life, either because I felt like I absolutely needed the person or I just couldn't see myself outside of that relationship or because there was something I felt like, um, just so- something of too much value I felt like I was going to be losing if that person wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was willing to put up with all these things. Um, but looking back, if I had, like I just said, like objectively look at it and actually put everything in concept, in context, I would have realized that it was a lot more detrimental to me than beneficial, you know, yeah. like um, adding up the, the pluses and the minuses. But uh, obviously I didn't do that. So I would say that's, that's one instance in which uh, I, I saw a lot of red flags just to ignore them and uh, it, ended up, it ended up hurting me a lot. Um, uh, just because of the, cause, cause that's the thing too, when, when you understand, um, like when you notice those red flags and understand them, it's that there's a compounded effect. You know what I mean? Like what, what are you willing to put up with today? Um, uh, you have to realize that you may not understand how that thing is going to hurt you necessarily in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like today you understand, okay, this hurts me like this in a specific way, but you know what I mean? And that's why I feel like the wisdom is so important right. it's like uh, what, when it comes to this. Yeah, um, what current level. Uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say that that's one instance for me uh, in which I've experienced it in relationships. Like I have I've been in relationship with people and fr- like friendships that in which I just chose to ignore way too much and not be wise about it and not actually sit and put it in perspective. Because uh, the, the other flip side of this is if you're honest with yourself and really lay down the cards on the table and objectively look at your relationship with people it's very easy to see if in in a, like in a wholesome way 
if something is beneficial or not. You know what I mean? Like once you add, you start adding up things, it's very easy. But I think a lot of time we're just afraid to face the truth mm-hmm. and the reality uh, because of whatever, you know, insecurities, like whatever they want to maintain. Uh, so which was my case uh, in that specific instances. Uh, so it, well, it kind of became this trap. But uh, yeah, so I, I will say is that. And I kind of have a question for you, kind of like revolving around that. How, because uh, obviously it takes courage. Uh, once you find those red flags, you realize that you do need to act uh, for your best interest, and sometimes even for the best interest of the other person to like end things or change the the dynamic of a relationship. Because in some cases, that's what you need to do too. It's not necessarily we're done, but more like maybe I just need to spend less time with you, or we only need to this, right. you know. But in your case, why do you feel like are some things that um, that hinder you? I know I mentioned insecurity and whatnot, but what are other things maybe? that you feel like hinder you once you get to that realization of like, oh, this situation or thing is something that's not good for me. But what are some things that hold you from making that decision that to make things better uh, f- uh, in the moment or in the long run uh, that you feel like maybe you've dealt with, uh, you know, before or that you, you, you just can think of that can hold you in that place of not actually making the changes that that will be beneficial for the situation. So that's a, I think, common experience that most people have Mm -hmm. and i know i've dealt with it Mm -hmm. uh, multiple times throughout my life and part of expanding on what you previously discussed in which you're afraid of what you're going to lose or you Mm -hmm. talked about you thought that there's someone in your life that you can't live without or that Mm -hmm. you really need them at the moment of realization for me when discovering that either through a relationship friendship individual is no longer benefiting me or Mm -hmm. is not necessarily thinking of it as okay, if somebody isn't valuable to you, then like, you know, because mm-hmm. you may have relationships and friendships where it's not, it's not the aspect of the expectation is this individual is supposed to bring you up to here, mm-hmm. but it's it's a positive or maybe even just a neutral because of the limited interaction you have with them. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not negative, right? Mm-hmm. That's the goal, as long as it's not negative. And then just deciding for yourself, what are you willing to spend your time, energy, and effort mm. on? So you get to this point where you realize that whether it's red flags you've chosen to ignore or mm-hmm. red flags that you, you accumulate them on mm-hmm. and i think of it just like you know like a visual like imagine like every single vice or in thing with a situation or interaction mm-hmm. was an actual like a stone mm-hmm. and so like you can hold a couple stones mm-hmm. you can either probably if you hold both your hands together mm-hmm. you can hold a whole armful of stones mm-hmm. but as the stones and the weight and the severity it's like all these red flags all these negative things mm-hmm. that are associated with an event it and it impacts your ability to be able to function well. Mm, and so true. once you recognize that you're impacted by your ability to function well, if the solution is to remove the individual or scenario behavior that's causing these red flags mm-hmm. to continue to perpetuate, your immediate thought for me was, okay, well, this is what I'm going to lose. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to calculate going back to the reward or mm. to what you were before because you've now whether you've gained something that is positive or negative, you have mm-hmm. gained something. And you're mm. gaining this experience. But you may be gaining a, a great experience that part of that experience is to encourage you to act on your behaviors or situations in a more positive way. Mm. But you continue to just hold on to this negative thing, this negative person, negative relationship. Mm-hmm. 
with with I think is an often common fear of fear of losing what it is mm-hmm. or fear that you won't be able to recover from it once it's gone. Mm. Whether that's a voice that the other person tells you or it's a voice you've internalized within yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's a lot of fear because mm. of, um, people just fear what they'll lose. Yep. And then I that's think good. another thing is people's pride. Because mm. you've made a decision mm. and you're not getting a great return on your decision. And when you really, especially when you heavily invest in someone or mm-hmm. something and it's really poorly paying you out, you may be more patient and think, okay, let me just wait wow. if I just do that. And then now you're compromising mm. with a negative situation or with mm. a negative person. And you may not even be having a conversation with them. It's mm-hmm. all in your mind mm-hmm. and in your heart. You're thinking, okay, if I can get them to this, if I can wait till there, if mm. this happens to that. And you're putting all these conditions on as excuses Hmm. for why you continue to put up with or allow this behavior in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, it has to take such a, unfortunately, negative impact Mm -hmm. or an external force. So we'll just say, yeah, it takes an external force, whether it's a person or an experience, Mm -hmm. to cause you to really, hopefully, mix things up and stop that behavior. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's very good. And I want us to, uh, before uh, tackling another question, to... Uh, just something that you know can be helpful for us to just mention out loud, but also for people listening to just go around and go around back and forth, yes. uh, and uh, just talk about like a few things that are actual red flags, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like situations or like in people that we can think of, and just like mention a few. We don't necessarily have to expand on them, but just like to mention a few to like people to start being like, oh, okay, like I can see that, and like yeah, feel free to add yeah, some more yeah, in the comments absolutely. too if you guys can feel. Uh, can think of some more too so uh do you want to go first you sure go first? Yeah. so like i would say one is like dishonesty is mm. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah. so good oh my goodness yeah. so good uh yeah uh, one that i think about is uh is complaining mm. um yes. i think and and yeah like people who because you know there's always things that are that are bad about life always things that are wrong so so i'm not saying like ignoring it or anything but people who only find the strength to notice and talk about what is wrong and never find the strength and focus to see anything that's good usually that's an absolute red flag because usually those are people who have a hard time uh, like seeing the good around them and thus allowing more good in them and so all they want to do is bring more negativity into your world so that's Mm -hmm. also all you see and sometimes it's not that they do it because they want to sometimes it's because of how they program and everything but that's to me, it's a big red flag because, um, I mean, I just try as much as I can to like not allow too much negativity in here and in here and not being blinded to it, but I, I, just, I just don't want it to be, you know, part of my ongoing right. world. And so because of that, I feel like to me, that's like a big, you know, like someone who only see negative, bad, like downhill. Like, oh, God, yeah. I absolutely stay away from that. So yeah, I'll say that's the big yeah. one for me. Another <laughs> one I would say would be uh, people who impose their limiting beliefs on you. Oh! Especially if you, if there's something Let's like go. you really want to do, uh-huh. you genuinely want to try a skill mm. or an occupation you're pursuing or a mm-hmm. life goal that you have, and somebody and you tell it to, and you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. I think oftentimes people, you got to realize that when you tell someone you're going to do something, that's not their responsibility to tell you very true what you want to hear. <laughs> uh-huh. They're going to tell you what they'll tell you yeah. <laughs> whether or not you want to hear it or not because uh-huh. you've told them. So if you hear if you say like if you wanted to be a sports player uh-huh. and, 
or you wanted to learn how to play an instrument and somebody tells you, I don't think that would be good for you. That's a red flag for that person to just tell them, don't tell them your goals, uh-huh. especially with hey, that. Because that's true. It's, and then it's a red flag for you mm-hmm. if you care so much about what they think that you're valuing the opinions of other people more mm. than the, the opinion and value of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you truly want to do something, even if you're not good at it when you start, if mm-hmm. it's worth doing, mm-hmm. then go for it. And nice. then you can still decide along the journey if it's not, you know, after putting in that energy and effort, whether or not it's something you want to do. Mm. But when you have people that from right out the gate, they mm-hmm. want to stop you from doing anything, mm-hmm. then that's a red flag. Hmm. That's good. Another one for me is people who don't, um, who purposefully or at least repeatedly refuse to acknowledge and respect your boundaries mm, uh, nice. to, to me that's a big one because i've had relationships before in the past in which people like and again none of this is is always like very intentionally people want right. to do it but it is still a red flag you know uh, so uh, yeah so i've been in relationship with people who just uh didn't want to uh to see my boundaries even though because I, I try as much as possible when I, i'm in the in the have your relationship with someone if they don't notice it after a while. Like I, I tell them, like, hey, like I don't, I just don't like these things. I just don't like talking like this. So, or are you talking to me like this, or me talking to you? If it keeps happening, and I've had relationship people before, like just like, just completely disregard it. You know, we talk about it, do it again. We talk about it, do it again. And after a while, it's like, because the reason why people have those kind of boundaries is, um, it's because either it's to protect themselves or either it's because they've experienced some kind of pain or trauma and that you know like that that's just a place in which they, there's a safety within relationship and mm-hmm. people honoring those boundaries usually uh, it, it helps build trust first of all and it shows that you care for me you know like if i tell you yeah. like hey like th- uh, this is a wound don't poke it because it hurts and every day you keep trying to poke it and poke yes. it then you know like you just don't care yes. about me Absolutely. and so i would say like look in your relationship like if you've told someone hey like this hurts me or like this makes me feel bad about myself or this like demoralizes me and the people keep going back to that over and over like something that like hurts you brings you down like that's an absolute red flag and nobody should have you know to put up with someone who like blatantly again purposefully or not just keeps trumping over your boundary over and over again because like that 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 literally hurts you on the ongoing you know so that's to me like it's a big red flag so it's kind of like then in our previous episode we talked about Mm -hmm. the golden rule you Mm -hmm. would you Mm -hmm. should expect people to treat Mm -hmm. you a certain way but then it is naive or poor on your character and your lack of wisdom Mm -hmm. if once you recognize or experience how someone's going to treat you Mm -hmm. to continue to experience expect them to still Absolutely. treat you in a way that's opposite what they're actually treating yep. you. Like if you have a toxic relationship mm-hmm. and you expect them to treat you well and they mm-hmm. continue to not, mm-hmm. then that that's just on you. you yep. keep, it, it's you're willfully avoiding or ignoring mm. this red flag that shows you that this relationship causes this type of reaction, mm. yet you're still expecting this thing out of them. So then that's just being unrealistic. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I think with the red flags, it's to notice that they're there for a reason and you can't necessarily it's up to the individual to change and remove mm. their own flags rather mm-hmm. than you to try and dismantle them mm. from your own actions that's good there's no amount i think of self 
interaction behavior for the most part in my mm -hmm. personal experience where I was able to do enough for myself mm -hmm. or change me in a way that made other people change themselves. Nice. Oof, that's so good. Yeah. And and these are not like an extensive list. Of, I mean, there's probably hundreds oh, yeah, of absolutely. things that can go in this list. So feel free guys to like chime in the comments or like let us know if there's more red flags that you can think of. But I feel like to me, like so those are definitely some of the big ones. And at least like it's, it starts getting you thinking you're like oh my gosh like that that keeps happening a lot you know mm -hmm. that type thing and i guess we didn't say anything about situation necessarily but there's one red flag that i thought about I taught about um when it comes to situational because even though it's still tied to people like mm -hmm. in that situation but sometimes it's just you mm -hmm. it, like you keep putting yourself in this situation or whatnot and something to think about too is uh as far as situation goes, it's something that keeps draining you. Yes. Every time you you either in that space or do that activity or around those people, like it literally depletes you, uh, and and never. And, and it's one thing to like uh, get tired from something. I mean, get tired from working out. Get tired from right, uh, sometimes like a, a a heated argument or whatever. But it's another thing being like emotionally and like spiritually and like just drain and depleted. Mm -hmm. And I feel like once you identify that, I don't know, like a place or like a situation like does that to you over and over again, you need to get out of there because like the the like that that literally means that it's sucking life out of you. You know what I mean? Which means the repercussions of that situation or place, whatever it is, is all over your life. Cause like once you drain there, it means once you go to like, I don't know, your friends, you go depleted. Once you go to your, your family, you go depleted. When you go to the things you actually love to do, you go depleted. And so it's literally robbing you from living your life to the best and enjoying life. And before you know it, you, you end up having a life that feels miserable, but it's because there's only this one thing that's like pulling life out of your little by little. And all you need to do is just cut that off. And all of a sudden your life becomes this, you know, beautiful thing that is meant to be. So I'll say that's a situational red flag, at least, you know, if it just keeps pulling from you and pull like, Oh, like, you know, find a way to start distancing yourself and eventually let go of that, that situation. But, yeah, let's go. Like one last one I wanted to. Do. Oh yeah. And to kind of finish things off, uh -huh. one of the things that I was thinking about while you're talking was, mm -hmm. I can't recall any decision I've made to terminate a negative relationship or mm. interaction that I've regretted having. Mm. That's good. And I think, I mean, there are, there's decisions that I've made where maybe they weren't negative, where it's like you know, like oh, this could have had a better outcome. But mm -hmm. what I'm talking about is you're doing something or you're involved with something or someone and there are those red flags that you've seen whether you've chosen to ignore them or you're mm -hmm. now you're discovering them after the fact but i'm talking about the looking back on the experiences it's i'm glad i'm no longer involved with that or mm. i'm glad i'm no longer in that situation or with that person or or with those associated with those people and mm -hmm. i think it's important if you find yourself in a new situation to realize you've gotten to where you are today based on the experiences that you've had. And it's mm. probably, hopefully, but maybe it is, but mm -hmm. it's probably not your first time mm. dealing with an uncomfortable situation with whether it's a friend or a family member or somebody at work, things mm. like that. And know that you can pull on your previous experiences mm -hmm. to see that you can make that right decision and you can cut this person or situation out of your life and mm. it will be beneficial for you nice. so having the courage to know that you've been kind of been there done that kind mm -hmm. of a thing but there are ways that you can move forward 
uh, from the situations that you have. Mm. And it's, you too have control. I think that's another mm-hmm. big thing. You have control over that's the good. decisions in your life and the people you choose to allow in. Mm. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, guys, I mean, that's all we have for you. But I, I really hope that this starts like just a train of thought moving forward of realizing that uh, being able to, to like know what kind of things are red flags and things that can literally help save your life in the long run, you know, like, and help you disassociate from, uh, from people in situation that are just not in your best interest, you right. know? Uh, and so, and we believe that that's very important to the quality of your life and hopefully you believe the same too. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you in the next one. All right. Yeah. Stay joyfully golden. <laughs>